Good morning. Our psalm this morning is Psalm 41 on page 391. And we'll also be using Psalm 95 in place of the Venite on page 459. Morning prayer starts on page 4. I will arise and go to my Father, and will say unto him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before thee, and am no more worthy to be called thy son. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouth shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Psalm 95 on page 459 together. O come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us heartily rejoice in the strength of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving and show ourselves glad in him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God and a great King above all gods. In his hands are all the corners of the earth, and the strength of the hills is his also. The sea is his, and he made it, and his hands prepared the dry land. O come, let us worship and fall down, and kneel before the Lord our Maker. For he is the Lord our God, and we are the people of his pasture, and the sheep of his hand. Today, if you will hear his voice, harden not your hearts, as in the provocation, and as in the day of temptation in the wilderness, when your fathers tempted me, proved me, and saw my works. Forty years long was I grieved with this generation, and said, It is a people that do err in their hearts, for they have not known my ways, unto whom I swear in my wrath, that they should not enter into my rest. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Psalm 41 on page 391. Blessed is he that considereth the poor and needy. The Lord shall deliver him in the time of trouble. The Lord preserve him, and keep him alive, that he may be blessed upon the earth. And deliver not thou him into the will of his enemies. Lord, comfort him when he lieth sick upon his bed, and make thou all his bed in his sickness. I said, Lord, be merciful unto me. Heal my soul, for I have sinned against thee. Mine enemies speak evil of me. When shall he die and his name perish? And if he come to see me, he speaketh van vanity and his heart conceiveth falsehood within himself, and when he cometh forth, he telleth it. All mine enemies whisper together against me. Even against me do they imagine this evil. An evil disease, say they, cleaveth fast unto him, and now that he lieth, he shall rise up no more. Yea, even mine own familiar friend whom I trusted, who did also eat of my bread, hath laid great weight for me. But thou, but be thou merciful unto me, O Lord. Rise thou up again, and I shall reward them. But this I know, thou favorest me, that mine enemy doth not triumph against me. And in my innocency thou upholdeth me, and shall set me before thy face forever. Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, world without end. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. 
as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the 32nd verse of the 24th chapter of the book of Genesis. Then the man came to the house, and he unloaded the camels, and provided straw and feed for the camels, and water to wash his feet and the feet of the men who were with him. Food was set before him to eat, but he said, I will not eat until I have told about my errand. And he said, Speak on. So he said, I am Abraham's servant. The Lord has blessed my master greatly, and he has become great. And he has given him flocks and herds, silver and gold, male and female servants, and camels and donkeys. And Sarah, my master's wife, bore a son to my master when she was old. And to him he has given all that he has. Now my master made me swear, saying, You shall not take a wife for my son from the daughters of the Canaanites, in whose land I dwell. But you shall go to my father's house and to my family, and take a wife for my son. And I said to my master, Perhaps the woman will not follow me. But he said to me, The Lord, before whom I walk, will send his angel with you and prosper your way. And you shall take a wife for my son from my family and from my father's house. You will be clear from this oath when you arrive among my family. For if they will not give her to you, then you will be released from my oath. And this day I came to the well and said, O Lord God of my master Abraham, if you will now prosper the way in which I go, behold, I stand by the well of water. And it shall come to pass that when the virgin comes out to draw water, and I say to her, Please give me a little water from your pitcher to drink, and she says to me, Drink, and I will draw for your camels also. Let her be the woman whom the Lord has appointed for my master's son. But before I had finished speaking in my heart, there was Rebekah, coming out with her pitcher on her shoulder. And she went down to the well and drew water, and I said to her, Please let me drink. And she made haste and let her pitcher down from her shoulder and said, Drink, and I will give your camels a drink also. So I drank, and she gave the camels a drink also. Then I asked her and said, Whose daughter are you? And she said, The daughter of Bethuel, Nahor's son, whom Milcah bore to him. So I put the nose ring on her nose and the bracelets on her wrists, and I bowed my head and worshipped the Lord and blessed the Lord God of my master Abraham, who had led me in the way of truth to take the daughter of my master's brother for his son. Now if you will deal kindly and truly with my master and tell me, and if not, tell me that I may turn to the right hand or to the left. Then Laban and Bethuel answered and said, The thing comes from the Lord. We cannot speak to you either bad or good. Here is Rebekah before you. Take her and go and let her be your master's son's wife, as the Lord has spoken. And it came to pass, when Abraham's servant heard their words, that he worshipped the Lord, bowing himself to the earth. Then the servant brought out jewelry of silver, jewelry of gold, and clothing, and gave them to Rebekah. He also gave precious things to her brother and to her mother. And he and the men who were with him ate and drank and stayed all night. Then they arose in the morning and said, Send me away to my master. But her brother and her mother said, Let the young woman stay with us a few days, at least ten, 
After that she may go. And he said to them, Do not hinder me, since the Lord has prospered my way. Send me away, so that I may go to my master. So they said, We will call the young woman and ask her personally. Then they called Rebekah and said to her, Will you go with this man? And she said, I will go. So they sent away Rebekah their sister and her nurse, and Rebekah's servant, and Abraham's servant, and his men. And they blessed Rebekah and said to her, Our sister, may you become the mother of thousands, of ten thousands, and may your descendants possess the gates of those who hate them. Then Rebekah and her maids arose, and they rode on the camels and followed the man. So the servant took Rebekah and departed. Now Isaac came from the way of Beer Lahai Roy, for he dwelt in the south. And Isaac went out to meditate in the field in the evening, and he lifted his eyes and looked, and there the camels were coming. Then Rebekah lifted her eyes, and when she saw Isaac she dismounted from her camel. For she had said to the servant, Who is this man walking in the field to meet us? The servant said, It is my master. So she took a veil and covered herself. And the servant told Isaac all the things that he had done. Then Isaac brought her into his mother Sarah's tent. And he took Rebekah, and she became his wife, and he loved her. So Isaac was comforted after his mother's death. He read it the first lesson. Blessed art thou, O Lord God of our fathers, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou for the name of thy majesty, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the temple of thy holiness, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou that beholdest the depths and dwellest between the cherubim, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou on the glorious throne of thy kingdom, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the firmament of heaven, praised and exalted above all forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the sixth chapter of the first epistle of St. Paul to the Corinthians. Dare any of you, having a matter against another, go to law before the unrighteous, and not before the saints? Do you not know that the saints will judge the world? And if the world will be judged by you, are you unworthy to judge the smallest matters? Do you not know that we shall judge angels? How much more things that pertain to this life? If then you have judgments concerning things pertaining to this life, do you appoint those who are least esteemed by the church to judge? I say this to your shame. Is it so that there is not a wise man among you, not even one, who will be able to judge between his brethren? But brother goes to law against brother, and that before unbelievers. Now therefore, it is already an utter failure for you that you go to law against one another. Why do you not rather accept wrong? Why do you not rather let yourselves be cheated? No, you yourselves do wrong and cheat, and you do these things to your brethren. Do you not know that the unrighteous will not inherit the kingdom of God? Do not be deceived. 
neither fornicators, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor homosexuals, nor sodomites, nor thieves, nor covetous, nor drunkards, nor revilers, nor extortioners will inherit the kingdom of God. And such were some of you, but you were washed and you were sanctified, but you were justified in the name of the Lord Jesus and by the Spirit of our God. Here ended the second lesson. Together, Benedictus on page 14. Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, for he hath visited and redeemed his people, and hath raised up a mighty salvation for us in the house of his servant David, as he spake by the mouth of his holy prophets, which have been since the world began, that we should be saved from our enemies and from the hand of all that hate us, to perform the mercy promised to our forefathers, and to remember his holy covenant, to perform the oath which he sware to our forefather Abraham, that he would give us, that we, being delivered out of the hand of our enemies, might serve him without fear, in holiness and righteousness before him, all the days of our life. And thou, child, shalt be called the prophet of the highest, for thou shalt go before the face of the Lord to prepare his ways, to give knowledge of salvation unto his people, for the remission of their sins, through the tender mercy of our God, whereby the day spring from on high hath visited us, to give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O God, may clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. Almighty God, who seest that we have no power of ourselves to help ourselves, keep us both outwardly in our bodies and inwardly in our souls, that we may be defended from all adversities which may happen to the body, and from all evil thoughts which may assault and hurt the soul, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Almighty and everlasting God, who hatest nothing that thou hast made, and dost forgive the sins of all those who are penitent, 
Create and make in us new and contrite hearts, that we, worthily lamenting our sins and acknowledging our wretchedness, may obtain of thee, the God of all mercy, perfect remission and forgiveness, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, who art the author of peace and lover of concord, in knowledge of whom standeth our eternal life, whose service is perfect freedom, defend us, thy humble servants, in all assaults of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in thy defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries, through the might of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, who has safely brought us to the beginning of this day, defend us in the same with thy mighty power, and grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all our doings being governed, ordered by thy governance, may be righteous in thy sight, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Good morning to all. And today, I think I wanted to focus a little bit on, on in this narrative of, of uh, getting a bride for Isaac on, on the role of the servant that kind of jumped out at me. You know, in the New Testament, um, the, the idea of, of us being servants of God, St. Paul starts a lot of his epistles by saying, Paul, a slave of, of Christ Jesus. And uh, we have a parable where, you know, the, the master gives the servants talents and they're sent off. And, and when they come back, you know, they, the master says, you know, to, to the ones who did it well, well done, thou good and faithful servant. And, and to the ones who didn't do it so well, that wicked servant, you know. Uh, so in this story of Abraham, who sent his servant to get a bride for his son, we, it sort of struck me as a, a, a tremendous amount of trust in the servant that the entire sort of future of the covenant depends upon Abraham sending this servant of his on a perhaps 500 mile journey to go and, and, and find a woman for his son and bring, bring her back. He, he must be a really trusted servant. And we see certain characteristics of him that, that kind of provide for us a type and image of what faithfulness in the Christian life looks like. He, he, um, he prays, he's always um, praying, you know, he prayed God, okay, let, let this woman uh, be the one, you know, looking for indications from God of how he's supposed to go. He does exactly what Abraham has told him to do. He, he goes, he doesn't uh, tarry along the way. Um, and what's notable, he doesn't get sidetracked or, or delayed. So he, he goes to, you know, to the well, he finds the woman, he goes to the, to the house, he tells his story, he asks for permission. And then today in, in the narrative where, where um, they say, hey, stay, you know, for 10 days, let us have a party. He says, nope, I've, I've accomplished this, God has blessed me, send me on my way. And so, um, all these things in the spiritual life of how when we're doing the will of God in the spiritual life, it's so easy to get distracted. Oh yeah, I'll stay and party for a little longer here, you know, on this on this you know, sort of sidetracking adventure, and um, can distract us from what God is calling us to do. And and he, he has a singular focus on on this, and he he brings back the bride for uh, Isaac exactly as he was commanded, because he did exactly as he was told. And because he did exactly as he was told, God blessed his way. And so often we as servants of God, you know, we 
we kind of do as we're told, but you know, there's a couple of things going here and there that we take a couple of detours on. And then we wonder, well, why didn't God bless what we did? You know, but so this example of Abraham's servant, I think is really significant. And I think one of the most notable things that goes that there's no praise given to him. He, he was told to do something. He, he came back, he did it. And the story just goes on. He's kind of a, a character that's not, um, given a bunch of, of, of praise for what he did. And this, I think in the Christian life, when we fulfill our duty, use our gifts, um, in ordinary faithfulness, a lot of times not going to get a lot of hay out of boys. And if we need a lot of that, that's also a defect that shows in us that maybe we're doing this to get praise from somebody, not just to get praise from God, because we know that in the, the, the idea of being a servant of God is that we're orienting all we do towards God's approval, looking for that verdict on that day where God says to us, well done. Uh, you didn't do it for you know this praise in life, but you, you we get it then because we please the one who called us to service and didn't get distracted or sidetracked, stayed prayerful and, and focused on that goal, didn't need the, the, the public approval, needed the approval that comes from God and from the, the spirit within us sort of confirming you know, our vocation. And this, I think, connects a little bit with the first Corinthians lessons where they're, the Corinthians are going to court and suing each other they're caught up in their own interests. They're they're offended because they didn't get what they want, and so they're 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 going to court of law to get their rights against their um, their fellow Christians. And Saint Paul says this is a defeat, but this for them. But it's also the um, this symbolizes how we in church sometimes forget the larger good of the cause of Christ. And, and pick some way we've been offended or we didn't get what we wanted. And then under the cover of our religion, we, we say we're fighting for the right, but we're really just fighting for ourselves. And St. Paul has a, an interesting line where he says, why wouldn't you rather just be um, law? Why, why don't we just rather lose for the sake of Christ? And what St. Paul has in mind, as we know from the larger context of the New Testament is, why not wait for the verdict that comes from God? Why not be willing to be defrauded here in this temporal arrangement so that your faith may be proven? And when you stand before the judge, he will say, I approve you. And now we'll have justice for those who wrong you. But we take it into our own hands. We're fighting our own battles. We're not fighting um, the battles of, of, of Christ. And it kind of concludes with um, this this contrast between those who practice various forms of sin, which are a manifestation of what's wrong in our hearts versus St. Paul says, you were washed, you were cleansed, you were justified. And so um, we always come back to our prayer where we're, we have to continually be aware of the ways that self-interest in our own inferior neediness uh, and the emptiness of our hearts clouds our motives. We have to come back to our prayer and be filled again with with Christ and go out again and serve and keep our focus on being that faithful servant, fighting the cause of Christ and not fighting for our own uh, personal justification in, in the affairs of life. And that's a good, again, Lenten focus, how we're, you know, to, to, to see how we're fighting our own battles rather than Christ's battle and to 
pray for the purification of our hearts during this season. So a few thoughts on today's lessons. Continue with the prayer for all conditions of men on page 18. O God, the creator and preserver of all mankind, we humbly beseech thee for all sorts and conditions of men, that thou wouldest be pleased to make thy ways known unto them, thy saving health unto all nations. More especially we pray for thy holy church universal, that it may be so guided and governed by thy good spirit, that all who profess and call themselves Christians may be led into the way of truth and hold the faith in unity of spirit, in the bond of peace and in righteousness of life. Finally, we commend to thy fatherly goodness all those who are in any ways afflicted or distressed in mind, body, or estate, especially those for whom we make our prayers at this time. that it may please thee to comfort and relieve them according to their several necessities, giving them patience under their sufferings and a happy issue out of all their afflictions. And this we beg for Jesus Christ's sake. Amen. Together the general thanksgiving. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, thine unworthy servants, do give thee most humble and hearty thanks for all thy goodness and loving kindness to us and to all men. We bless thee for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for thine inestimable love and the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we beseech thee, give us that due sense of all thy mercies, that our hearts may be unfeignedly thankful, and that we show forth thy praise, not only with our lips, but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to thy service and by walking before thee in holiness and righteousness all our days, through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with thee and the Holy Ghost be all honor and glory, world without end. Amen. Grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Thank you, Barb and Robert, for helping. Great message, Bishop. Thank you, all of you. It was great to pray with you this morning. Thank you. Have a good day. Thank you, Bishop. Bye, Bishop. Bye, Luke. Bye, Rosie. Bye, Luke. Bye. Bye, Luke. Bye, everybody. Bye. Knows what side the bread's buttered on. Ha, ha, ha.